You're listening to the B-School Podcast, episode number 189. Welcome to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, and I'm sharing my journey of learning, unlearning, and growth in the hopes that you can do the same. It's Thursdays, and Thursdays are Ask Taylor slash unsolicited advice from Taylor. And today I just wanted to talk about the idea of influence and mostly just give you a pep talk and a reminder that you have influence. So we live in a very strange world where people are paid sometimes millions of dollars because they have a bunch of people who are following them, who are in their audience, engaging with them on Instagram or YouTube or Twitter or TikTok or whatever platform there is. And we call those people influencers or content creators, but their job is to share products and services and brands pay them in hopes that the people following these influencers will be influenced to buy their product or service. And that's lately where we've seen the conversation around influencers kind of end. And there's micro-influencers. A lot of brands are focusing on people who have like a thousand followers to 5,000 followers, people who have engaged audiences, but aren't like Kim Kardashian with however million followers she has. Influencer marketing is definitely a thing, but the idea of influence is something that I want you to be thinking about and also to give yourself credit that you have influence. Now, I don't really consider myself an influencer. Every once in a while, I do post for Majuri because I really like their jewelry. I'm not a huge jewelry person. All of their stuff is really simple and it felt like a nice yes. The types of posts that I have to do for them can be a cute selfie where I feel good. There's a lot of requirements involved and there isn't. It's just that I use their hashtag. I wear their jewelry, which I do almost every day anyway. And yeah, that's pretty much the agreement. And so the whole reason I was talking about Missouri is because they're basically the only brand that I'm committed to sharing about for the foreseeable future. But I don't consider myself overall an influencer as a profession. But I do my- see myself as someone who is trying to cultivate influence. And I guess I want to separate those two things. You don't have to be someone who wants to create content in a certain area, as in doing sponsored posts, etc to be a person who wants to cultivate influence. And for me, for a while, I felt like, again, very three of me is, okay, Taylor, you want to be successful on Instagram? You have to have all these sponsored posts. That's not how I define success anymore, how I want to define success. So the big thing is, for me, I want to cultivate influence. And I'm focusing on cultivating influence in the space of self-care and mindfully building a business. And so how do I do that? I talk about self-care. I have not been taking as many Sunday night baths lately, but I created the My Self-Care Looks Like Challenge and hashtag for people to have more conversation about what self-care is outside of just doing a face mask or getting a massage. I go on podcasts and I talk about self-care. I speak about self-care. I show up and say, hey, I'm doing this thing imperfectly, but I think it's important and I'm going to keep trying at it. And 
one of the ways I knew I was starting to cultivate influence in this area is when people started saying, oh, self-care, that makes me think of Taylor. First of all, that was really humbling and a little like, do you know how hard it is for me to practice self-care? Like, do you actually want to learn from me about self-care? Because I'm not really good at it. I'm just trying to make it something that is integrated into my life. But that moment when I started seeing people talk about me in reference to self-care is when I realized, okay, I'm really cultivating influence in this space. And it takes time. I've been talking about self-care for around two years now. And I feel like it's something that is really starting to be integrated into my personal brand. Other people talk about a topic for years and years and years, and it still takes a while. But I can guarantee you that they start having influence early on. It may not be the type of influence that gets you speaking gigs or collaborations for a while, but that influence starts early on. Again, we get really stuck in this idea of being an influencer by looking at follower count or audience size. And Jenna Kutcher says a lot, if you are influencing one person, if you have one follower, you are an influencer. And I think that when you start to talk about a subject and one person starts to see you as a person they can ask about that topic, you're starting to cultivate influence. And it's just a snowball effect. And it's this keeping going and talking about whatever it is that's on your heart that helps you start to cultivate influence in an area. So whether you have a business in a certain area or you work in corporate and you want to be known as a DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion expert, or you have a great marriage and you want people to feel like they can ask you about marriage or about foster care or about real estate investing on the side, whatever it is that your thing is, you got to start talking about it and don't make your measures just about the numbers. Look at engagement. Make note of when people start to say, oh, Taylor, she has some good insights on self-care. Or, oh, Sarah, she has some really good things to say about being a digital nomad. Keep talking about it. Keep sharing. And then, like I always say, test and learn. You can start to notice what channels, what venues work best for the people who are interested in the knowledge that you can share. But keep showing up and keep cultivating influence because even if you're in a corporate job, it's an asset to them to have someone who's seen as a leader in an area. Or maybe you decide you want to leave corporate to be a digital nomad or to full-time do real estate investing. And if you've cultivated that influence up front, that move is going to be a lot easier for you. And if you start putting in the work and starting from just that one person that you're influencing while you still have your full-time job, it's going to make things so much easier for you when you finally decide to make a transition if that's what you want. So Thursdays, I just kind of get on my soapbox and talk about things. The moral of the story today is that I want you to be intentional about cultivating influence. I don't want you to count yourself out because you only have 200 followers on Instagram or because you have like two connections on LinkedIn. Don't count yourself out. Start cultivating influence and also don't discount the value of cultivating in-person influence. There's a type of influence that can't be measured by looking at social media metrics. Okay, this is me stepping down off of my soapbox. I think I've talked enough about influence, but 
I want you to know that all of you have influence and that you can use it to do some really powerful and change-making things if you're intentional about it. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be back in your earbuds tomorrow. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com. 